This podcast episode was created using Squadcast. With us living in a time of remote everything, there's no better tool to record your podcast than with Squadcast. With Squadcast, you can host up to three guests straight from your personal computer using their own intuitive online web application. Unlike with Zoom and Skype, you're able to get professional sounding audio recorded, and more importantly, it allows you to record up to four different tracks. This gives you full autonomy over how your show sounds and allows you and your guests to get perfect studio-like quality straight from the comfort of your own home. Click the link in the show description and you can try Squadcast for free for up to seven days. I repeat, you get to try Squadcast for seven days for free. Take your remote podcasting game to the next level by trying Squadcast. Terms and conditions apply. So before we open up this episode of the podcast, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up that we had a slight hiccup that I didn't really realize until we got into post-production of this podcast. Um, it's podcasting sin number one not double checking that your microphone is on and you know um connected so uh i actually did the whole podcast um basically using my computer microphone without really knowing so the sound quality isn't as great as it should be for me i think for kills it's perfectly fine but um apologize for this we'll try my best to make sure this doesn't happen but all things considered um it should still be you know something you could hear but won't be the best podcast you ever heard but Anyways, enjoy it, guys. Appreciate you guys for listening. Thanks. interview <laughs> and i'm tired and i feel like i'm about to do another one i got the zoom fatigue but on the other side of the mic you have the og of podcasting himself the big bird in staten island mr covid19 himself kill st louis <laughs> how you doing i i i i, I first of all i want to say that's good congratulations one. you're still alive i'm still alive and the, the the other good news is is that i got my taste back Oh my God! Get this man around. That is crazy. But got my test back. Let me know how. Let's go right into. Let let the people know what you've been going through because I that asked that you was going to be one of those COVID long haulers. <laughs> it wasn't looking good for you. I ain't gonna hold you. You was down twenty in the third quarter. Damn, know, bro. that's what it looked like. Damn, I was down what the three to twenty eight, like the uh the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was wild. Um, a lot of a lot of my my family and my friends, they were like, "Yo, um, yo, that when I well, every time we hung out, they were like, "Yo, that tastes good, right?" And I'd be like, "Yo, I can't taste." They were like, "Oh, oh shit, I so forgot. Like? I forgot you it? can't taste." <laughs> so when people say like, "I can't taste," I want to know what does that feel like? Like, it's is a, it, it's, does your tongue feel numb or is it just? It's like, it's how a, do you not taste anything? It's a weird. Um, 
condition. Like you literally, it just, it just feels like, like you just chewing, uh, tasteless gum. If oh, that's no. is a good, good way of describing it. But the that's good awful. thing, but the good thing is, is that I got, I got my, um, my sense of smell. So what I used to do is that when I got food, I would put it in the microwave, heat it up real hot, and then I would smell it. I put my face mad close <laughs> so I could get a good whiff of that, that, yeah. that ooey. And then when I ate, that's when, you know, it, it, my mind is telling me, yo, you remember when, yo, you remember when the wings tasted like this? You'd be like, oh, okay, got you. Then I'm, then I'm good. But like in, in the beginning, it was really hard because you literally have no appetite. So yeah. I don't look forward to eating in a weird way. So how I so how I figured that I got my taste back was I was I was laying in bed, um, taking a little nap, and then I got up, and the and then I was like, "Yo, let me go, let me go try a donut." So I went. <laughs> so I went to go try a donut, and then as I'm eating it, I got I'm. I was like, yo, I could taste again. <laughs> I could taste again. So that I was like, oh, shit. Wow. I could taste. So, you know, the first thing I bought, my first, I've been eating dinners, obviously, but my first real dinner post uh, being able to taste again is uh, I got Tex-Mex. Wow. So shout out to uh, Empire Szechuan. Over there on Forest <laughs> Avenue, yo, yo, looked out, had my first meal, and it wasn't bad either. Wow. It wasn't bad, so I'm. That's that's wild. I'm but how long? Different. How long from when you tested negative to when you felt you got your your taste back? So I I I tested positive on uh on a on the seventeenth of March, and then I lost my taste March twenty fourth. So March twenty fourth until now. So it was like what two weeks? Almost two weeks. So two, damn, that's two, almost, almost almost three almost, weeks. Almost three weeks. Almost a month. When you think about it, I guess it would take definitely three weeks. I think that's a long. Yeah, time. I think it's dead three I, weeks. Yeah, it is two and weeks. I think people. I think people kind of uh, think it's kind of like yo. Once you test negative, it's like all right, I'm back. But yeah. clearly, that's not the case. It seemed like it's a bit of recovery how do you feel like you know walking around do you feel like out of shape if you walk up some stairs you feel like you know nah the 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 covid covid it didn't really it didn't affect it didn't affect my like respiratory or or lungs like like some people it okay so there's two different obviously it's not too different but it's different yeah, mutations now yeah we don't know what yeah. anything is now <laughs> but but with but, but with me it like there's one that goes through the, the the really early one was the respiratory one and then there was mm-hmm. another variant where it it travels through your your uh digestive tract and i think that's the one that that hit me because you know i had a lot of like diarrhea and oh no and uh and other types of dumb shit so you think this is a new strain that they I think about? i think this was the new one because so the new is getting people okay. Yeah, the, the like the new one the new one is like the new one's a little bit different than than the one like <clears throat> for instance like uh Jason Tatum on the Celtics. He yeah. 
he has to he has to take um an asthma pump before he plays <clears throat> because because he can't he does he doesn't have that same type of, of VO2 like, max that he had. Yeah. Don't have that oxygen. That's that's like, wild. Yeah, and, and that's what I really want people to kind of get from this. Like, it's like, don't think just because you get this shit. Like, he's a he, and granted, he might be one in a hundred, right? But that's if you told me one in a hundred, that's that's too common for me. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and that's why I get mad is people kind of overreacting about the Johnson and Johnson shit. The Johnson and Johnson shit. For those of you that don't know. Um, six people got blood clotting issues from Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Well, nah, I'm lying. I read that wrong. <laughs> six people who got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine developed blood clotting issues and one of them died. Is there any correlation or any... Well, is there any causation? Has it been proven to be determined? But there's a lot of people that's like, see, that's why I'm taking the vaccine. And I'm kind of like... Well, I, you know what I mean? People that were doing... like, For instance, like my brother, my little brother, like... He's like, oh, he he sends he always sends like some type of conspiracy. Oh my god! On, uh, I'm gonna go in on somebody about this. We might oh, lose a friendship. Pete Cutter. Yo, I, I yo, I hate, I hate when people when people do that. Like, always I hate black it. people do it, especially because I expect better from us. I really do. That shit is it, it, it's a no. I have a I have a friend that you know, and after you go on your your rant about him. I'm gonna do that about my other friend. Nah, but. it's all her. But like, I'm gonna go in, and, and I don't know if she listens to the podcast. I hope she does. First of all, you are gonna know I'm talking about you because you're not from this country. Mm, <laughs> damn, you, you live up north, but damn, oh Canada. But my thing with people, and and sometimes people say, "Oh, it's ignorance." Nah, it ain't ignorance. It's ignorance. Ignorance is when you don't know something. Stupidity is when you know something but you still decide to do. You know what I mean? Like you know the answer is A, but you decide to do B. Now. With person, obviously, y'all know in Canada, Canada is on lockdown again, on a fourth lockdown. Meanwhile, in America, everything's opening up. The biggest differential being we got vaccines, they don't. They don't produce vaccines in their country. They have to buy it. We're makers. You know what I mean? We the breadwinners, they're the bread buyers. That's the difference. So because of that, they're not really able to ramp up vaccination to the scale that we're doing in the United States. Thus, as COVID increases, they have to close down. Whereas here, COVID's kind of, you know, increasing. We're still going forward because we feel like we have protection methods in place to prevent people from dying. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this person had the audacity to say, and they posted this dumbass conspiracy message that I saw five other dumbass people post. Get them. really got me mad. Oh, so they're able to find a vaccine for COVID in a year, but not HIV. Now, first and foremost, oh boy. HIV is 100% preventable. If you keep your private parts away from other people's <laughs> private parts, you will not get HIV. Wrap up your joints. <laughs> it is a sexually transmitted disease. It is a blood disease. If I cut you, you know what I'm saying? Like We know how HIV is transmitted, literally. If you do not want to get HIV, you could never get HIV, literally, by just not doing the things and taking the precautions that are <laughs> the outline. You know what I'm saying? Like Seriously, seriously. Not only that. But to go forward, they're now coming out with an HIV vaccine that uses a similar methodology as the uh, Pfizer and the uh, Moderna M- mRNA vaccine. So I literally went on to say, oh, well, actually, just so you know, just so you don't look like a dumbass. Mm. Oh, no, it's bullshit. Then they go on to say, oh, I think COVID is actually a scam, to be honest. I don't oh, know yeah. anybody it's that got it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not going to live my life in fear. God got me. And, mm. I, I, and when they can say God got me, I say, oh, okay, cool. 
God got you. The blood of the blood of Jesus will and, protect me. And what me. I hate about when niggas want to selectively use Jesus is this. Stop it. Stop it. And not only this, Jesus got you when you get fucked up. Jesus also got you when you broke, right? Like, you're going to blame him when you broke. Remember that. That's all I'm saying. Be consistent. Because when you in the slums and you in the dumps and you're like, oh, why is this happening to me? Jesus got you. So let's cut it out. Like, I think people just kind of don't care until they get it and until it affects them. And that's why I'm just like, yo, don't depend on other people to get vaccinated. Because some people just, you cannot help them. And whatever happens to them, that's not your problem. If they die, they die. Keep moving on with your life. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if you live in America, if you're 16 and up, you could get the vaccine. You could get the you could get the Pfizer. You could get the Moderna. But cut the bullshit out. Now, I do not care. <laughs> Who gets sick? I don't care who dies. I don't care. Stop the GoFundMe's. I'm not funding your auntie's funeral. Mm. I could give a shit less. If she didn't want to get the vaccine, that's a personal decision. Too bad. Plain and simple. Jackass people. But this is crazy. But I, what I was saying, what I was saying before is that um, anytime there's any type of like somebody dying or somebody having oh uh, some type God. of medical uh, reaction to the to the vaccine. It gets posted on wax. So I keep uh-huh. telling them, I'm like, yo, son, all you have to do is open a book. Open or a book. go to Google. Google. Those those two things are, are, are essential. Like stop stop sending like the, the stupid ass conspiracy bullshit. Screenshot because putting it on the story. N- and what I learned, people so they quicker to share bullshit than they are to share something that's enriching or uplifting someone else. Mm. You know what I mean? It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 wild. Like, first of all, the the um the Johnson Johnson joint, which you know, you the good thing about it is that we have preferences, especially mm-hmm. being in this country. We have different types yeah, of vaccines options. that we can take. If you want to take Johnson Johnson, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to take AstraZeneca, that's up to you. If you want to take Moderna or Pfizer, that's up to you. But for me personally, my preference this whole time was Moderna, right? Yeah. People, people wanted to take the Johnson Johnson one because either they were older, or just being real, some people just being lazy and they didn't want to didn't want to do the second one. I'm just calling out calling out what it was. But the but the thing about what you said earlier was the Johnson Johnson one. It's it's like zero point zero 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 eight seven five percent chance, which is like what one in a million people to get some type of blood clot from from the Johnson and Johnson one. It's just one of those things where it's like everybody tries to associate correlation with causation. Like like people had the attitude to say DMX died because of the vaccine. I'm like, are you fucking? Oh, stupid, that was the son? dumbest. I'm that's like, that's what I was gonna say. Stupid. Say to you. And I'm like, yeah, the reason you're broke is because of the vaccine too. Like, shut the fuck up now, man. It's it's ridiculous. I, and, and my thing is, I, and this is what I like to. Sorry to interrupt, but I, I I keep telling this, and I told this young lady this. Nobody's forcing you to get the vaccine. Yes, they are. Nobody's forcing you. There's no mandate. Now you may be prohibited to go into certain things because a private business says, "Yo, we're only allowing vaccinated people to be here." Okay, maybe that may be a thing, but nobody is saying, "Hey, if you don't get this vaccine, you gotta go to jail." It's not that serious. You either get it or you don't. But if you're not getting it, shut the fuck up and move on. That's my two cents. <laughs> Stop spreading your conspiracy that. bullshit. That's it. <laughs> nobody cares. Tell you and your family don't get it, and everybody else will get it. And let's see how you fare. 
Hopefully you fare better than us. Hopefully we all die and you could be like, see, I told you, I told you. But then how to ask, how's that going to work out for you? Yo, I can't. When your dumbass is the last of a few people on earth. Yo, Good luck with that. I, I, I can't, I can't be chill with, especially chill with people that have those crazy, like these conspiracies, like, especially, especially, especially when, you know, like a celebrity dies, it's like, oh yeah, you know, it's a part of some order and an Illuminati bullshit. I'm like, yo, what? I, I, I tell him this all the time. I said, why do you always text me that? <laughs> I tell you this all every time you text me the same crap. I tell him, yo, you're texting the wrong person. You got the. Quiet. You're texting the, the wrong number. He's like, no, this is the right number. I said, are you sure? Because I don't believe in that. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's is that's is that's is not how I rock. The man, the 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 ink didn't even didn't even dry on the on the on the, on the fucking death certificate. And you tell me about like how like how and why he pat. No, the man had issues. Die yeah, issues. Day. Yeah, he, this is not the first time he OD'd. This, this is like the fourth time. The the, the last time he died, and it, but then he 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 survived it. Shit, it shit is annoying. Yeah, it's just I'm sick of it, man. It's I cut and dry. It's simple. Oh, Harry died because he's fucking 99 years old. Like, shut the fuck up. He was just having heart issues before he. Even oh got to man, he it's was like yo. That man's been dead for like 20 <laughs> he's years. Dusty. Stop he's it. Dusty. He's dusty. Stop it. But it, it's. It's a small, it's a small, what I like to tell people, and it's similar like how like, some like conspiracy people about government and whatnot, whatnot. They're a small minority, but they're a loud minority. Does that make sense? So it's like, they think by being louder about how they feel is going to make it right. Like, no. And you're free to think whatever you want. My thing is, shut up. Don't judge anybody for getting a vaccine. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's annoying. Or, or then, or... For people that do get the vaccine and be like, oh, yo, you got the you got the whack vaccine, you got Pfizer, oh, yo, <laughs> that's corny. Nah, nah, that's corny. Stop it. Hate me because I had the the, the 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 criteria out to hang out with me, and I said I wasn't hanging out with no Johnson and Johnson people Ooh. until further research. But I'm, this is what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say we gotta wait till we get further research. But it well, is they, what it is. They took that shit <laughs> off the show, so they took that shit off the show, so it, it saw this. <laughs> but. <laughs> But my thing is this, man, and, and, and for those of y'all that's on the fence, I'll give y'all my experience. Like, I got vaccinated two weeks ago, the first dose of the Moderna, mm-hmm. and honestly, besides it being a long line, and, you know, it was crazy. I had a crazy nurse vaccinating me. It was She was talking more. Yeah, how, yeah, how was your experience? Because I went, too. So I'll give you my experience. So I went, so unfortunately for the black people in my neighborhood, the city-run site, we don't really have one in the... I don't want to say we don't have one in bedside, but in my part of bedside, we don't really have a vaccine hub, as they call it. So my closest one was in Bushwick, out with the, you know, you know what Bushwick is, but I had to go out to Bushwick, which isn't far, but it's like, you know, a 25-minute walk from my crib, which ain't far enough, you know. Oh, you walked? No, I drove, but if I had to walk, it'd be 25 minutes. I know everybody don't have access to a car in my head. That's why I said 25 minutes, Mm. and it's not a direct train over there, but whatever so, you know, the line was kind of long. They give you appointment times, but it really kind of don't matter because the line moves how the line moves, obviously. Um, you know, the only thing I didn't like, so I'll be honest, and hopefully the government don't hear me on this. So I fronted. I, I got my vaccine appointment two days before I was legally supposed to get it because 
I was afraid of the surge of people trying to get vaccines. At that point, it was open up to only 30 people, 30 year olds and over. And I'm like, bro, I'm like about to be 28. Like, y'all really about to do this. <laughs> so I kept it up front. I, I just fronted it and I said, yo, I have comorbidities. Now, what I thought was going to happen, the last thing I thought was going to happen when I got to the to the check-in was sure he was going to say, yo, what comorbidities do you have? <laughs> so <laughs> I get on the That's line, hilarious. Shorty pulls up with the tablet. And, you know, she pulls up my appointment. I'm thinking, you know, you've seen what I filled out. You know, it's all G's. And my sister had did it a couple of days ago prior. And she had said, yeah, they ain't asked me about no comorbidities. So I'm like, all right, we good. Mm. Tell me why I get up to the damn thing. Shorty goes, um, I see that shit. Not thirty. You're twenty eight. A couple years. You're, you're like a year and some change off. Um, how, why are you here? I'm like, um, tell me why I'm here. I have. Uh, so so I get kind of shook because <laughs> I'm I'm shocked she's asking. I'm a, I got a disability. <laughs> so what disability? I mean, uh, comorbidity. Uh, what comorbidity? I got diabetes type one. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. You're good to go. And in my head, I'm just like, dang, no checkup, sis. no. Nah, but like, I, my my thing is like. If you going off an honor code, why the hell are you going to G-check me? Like, yo, I'm here, right? Everybody's going to have to check right? anyway. My logic is, as long as I'm not 13, 12, 11, yeah, under you the could. age that was tested, give me the fucking vaccine, yeah. man. So, that was that. They got me on the line. I had to wait and had long, long line. Got inside. Uh, Shorty sat me down. The lady, had crazy lady. But, I mean, I don't mean to call her crazy because I respect our healthcare nurses. But, you know, she was a little, little wacko. But, um. I didn't feel it. I'm going to be honest. At first, I'm like, you ain't poke me. So then I look. Only reason I thought I felt it. Only reason I thought I, I like, I realized she did it because it was a spot of blood. But for those people afraid of needles, like, it, my best advice for you, don't even look because you won't feel it. You'll be like, wait, you did it? Like, you won't feel it. The needles no, nowadays are so microscopic. And it, it almost, and it kind of scared me to a point because if somebody ever wanted to go around injecting people with AIDS and shit, like on the train and shit, they... There's nothing to stop them. <laughs> you won't feel it. <laughs> like, not to expire, inspire the next terrorist, but literally, <laughs> it's so, you know, so microscopic. You just don't feel it. But, uh, you know, injected the Moderna into my bloodstream. Um, you know, they tell you to wait 15 minutes. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't waiting. I, I bounced out of there. They gave me a ticket where they wrote the number, and I think she just scribbled the number from when I sat down. And she was talking so long that, <laughs> you know what so I So you mean? had to I, sit down I, for like 15 minutes, right? You're supposed to sit down in the auditorium for 15 minutes, but I didn't. I just went in there. I scheduled my next appointment, and she had written the time I had sat down and got. She had written the time of me getting the vaccine when I first sat down with her, but she was bullshitting so long that it was about 15 minutes. So by the time I got there, you know, they 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 don't really ask for the paper, but I just threw it in the garbage. I walked out. I didn't faint. And in terms of side effects, like I had a sore arm, you know, like that was it. My arm was sore for like two days, and then I was good, like. No fever. I know some people say they sleepy. I took a nap, but I think that has more to do with me running before I got the appointment or yeah. attempting a run. But um, yeah, that was it. Yeah, my my experience. my my experience is a little bit, a little bit not. It wasn't as crazy, but um, so how it happened was one of the one of the athletes on the track team. He was like, "Yo, coach, um, you know, I could get you." A vaccine because he works at the farm at the pharmacy in San Oh, he would. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll do it. So he hit me up. He was like, "Yo, there's a spot open, you know, for uh, eleven o'clock. 
I think it was last no, not last week. The week after or week before, sorry. Um mm-hmm. and he was like so I went so it was eleven AM he told me to go, so I went there. And then when I got when I got there, they were like, Oh, we only doing um second dosages. So then so I was like so I was like, Yeah, I I gotta speak to um to Nadine. So Nadine is uh she's like a, ph- a pharmacist at the at the local pharmacy, so I went in there, and then she was like, "All right, um, yeah, I I know you are, you're, you know, what's it called, Blase Blas coach, you know, just sit down and wait." So I got the shot, sat there for 15 minutes. They give you like a little time, you know, a little time slip. <clears throat> After 15 minutes, I came back home. My arm was getting sore, <clears throat> and then you get you get a little. From it, it, it all depends on the person. So depends on the person, hundred percent. So I, I know myself that, um, you know, since my my body is still in that in the process of still healing itself, mm-hmm. the you know the, you know, people that didn't pay attention to biology, but the white blood cells basically protect you from, you know, and build, yeah, from mm-hmm. different type of viruses or colds or, and it re- mm-hmm. and it rebuilds. You know your your body up, so now I'm now I'm still going through that phase. I knew I was gonna get sick, so the next day I woke up with crazy body chills. Um, but other than that, it, it then it went away. So you know, I I think it, it it's it's good for us to discuss this. So yeah, people that's listening, you know the range of outcomes. Yeah, like there's there's different. They are different. Different outcomes. ranges and, and yeah, outcomes. Hey, this what I'm I, I, I've seen a guy. There's a guy I've seen on Instagram. Somebody I used to run with. Well, not really run with, but somebody in the running community. And he posted like, "Yo, this is horrible." Now maybe he's dramatic. He did say, "Yo, I don't get sick very often," but uh, I mean, maybe he's not. Maybe he's experiencing some. But there are a wide range of outcomes. But I know he posted today. All right, I'm good. So I, you know, it might have been a week of him feeling like shit. But the majority, like I can just speak on my family's experience. Like, everybody in my family, like, sore arm, two days, back at it. And that was both doses. Grandma was good. So, you got you got a big sample size of, of black yeah. people in the Elijah Taylor household. But, uh, yeah, my logic is if you, you know, if you could resist the vaccine and you don't feel nothing, your kid's probably going to go D1. That's my, that's my theory. <laughs> now, further research needs to that's be done. Funny. We're going to do follow-up. But I think if you can resist the side effects of the vaccine, you're probably going to go D1, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yo, know, uh, get vaccinated. Obviously, it's open to everybody now in New York City, and I think appointments was crazy at first, but now it's starting to kind of slow down. Even with the like cancellation of the Johnson and Johnson, you know, I would suggest, yo, just get it. Especially if you was a Johnson and Johnson candidate, get the other one because we don't know how long it's going to take for them to reiterate it. And you know, obviously, with the Moderna, it's four weeks. The Pfizer, three weeks. So at least get that in, so you in a cycle and you know you about to get your fully vaccination because pretty soon. You know, I think they're going to, I don't want to say they're going to act brand new, but certain things are going to be easier for vaccinated people to do, like going to sporting events, going to concerts, going to, you know, restaurants. Like, I think shit's going to be a little easier. So if you could do it, by all means, go it, get that Excelsior pass and yeah. <laughs> I think, I think more and more people are going to start realizing that it is important to, uh, to get the, the vaccine. Um, yeah, oh, and I've seen it. Like, yo, I, I, I'll call out two people right now. Jonathan Pinheiro. Oh, I ain't getting no vaccine. Golly. He, was able to get it. he got it two months ago. Damn. And I was like, oh, okay. 
once people, once you see other people, you know, getting it, your shorty telling you I'm getting it. Shit, my girl, my girl, and, and I call her up. My girl was like, oh, I ain't, I, I'm gonna wait. I ain't getting the first batch. Shit, she was earlier than me, <laughs> and I was the biggest vaccine advocate. So, and what I'm starting to find is a lot of, especially in the black community, a lot of us talk that hot shit. But when it come time to get the needle in the arm, they be the first ones there. I've seen it all over, and now they may joke like, oh, well, when I die, remember, blah blah blah, blah. but they getting it. So. I think the the majority of people that's not getting it, it's a I'm not gonna say it's not a, a significant amount of people but they they insignificant in the grand scheme of things so I think in the long run we will hopefully achieve this herd immunity I think it's looking promising but uh you know we gotta keep up the good work everybody get them needles in your arms and um if y'all need any appointment help you know hit me up on Twitter Got at TWNY Podcast I'm a, I'm a vaccine appointment specialist I'm a, I'm a star so let me know and I can help you you know word I hear that but uh let's move on to our next shit man uh what we got been a lot of stuff happening in New York I wanna let people I wanna update people around the same time that they opened vaccines up to everybody there's been a legalization of a couple of things so first thing that a lot of you crackheads oh, bad, not crackheads <laughs> potheads or whatever you guys do They've legalized this marijuana for you guys, and I've seen a lot of you guys, especially in the black community. No offense to y'all. I'm, oh, it's my, not that I'm, um, I'm, I'm in the black community, but I'm not in y'all pothead community, but whatever. I see y'all like, oh, they can't arrest us for weed anymore. Now, relax. Just oh. because they can't arrest you for possession of it, I want y'all to know they can't arrest you for doing some of the dumb shit you may do as a result of it. So I want y'all to know that you're still going to get charged if you publicly acting like an asshole, mm. driving while high, crashing, driving stupid. They can still pull y'all over that and still give you a ticket. Yeah, so I want y'all to be responsible. And when I'm saying that, like, stay off the streets. Don't be driving with that shit. Like, oh, they can't search my car. If you're driving like a dickhead, they can search your car for whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, know yeah, know know what your rights are. <laughs> Just so y'all know, like I seen a lot of people thinking, "Oh, we free." Oh, sorry about to be crazy. Oh, we free. Yeah, right. Relax. First of all, they wasn't really cracking it's down. About on to be a hot summer. As of late, as they decriminalized it, so y'all been good for a minute. Yo, the summer. Just because y'all have that mindset, don't think y'all gonna have free game to do whatever the fuck y'all want. Yo, they, the they summer is gonna party. be wild. Oh, it's gonna I, be, I, like it's shootings. gonna be crazy. I'm just trying to like, survive. Like I'm talking about, like yeah, exactly what you just said. Like violence. Oh, like violence. Vi- it's, it's gonna be. Violence. It's gonna be crazy. I don't want to put that in atmosphere, but I could just we see it happen. It is, like we know New York City. That's yeah, just what's I, that's just what's gonna happen. People keep saying, "Oh, I'm outside. I'm gonna be outside. I'm trying to be everywhere. Everyone's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. This is gonna be the low key summer. Oh, y'all at this party? I ain't trying to go to no party. Let me go over there." Let me go to Park Slope. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta be. Park Slope. Yeah, be, yo, be careful, everybody. Like, be responsible. Yeah, be responsible. Like, if y'all want to chill, chill, but just know where you at. You know what I'm saying? The like, Black Air Force Ones is sold out. Yo. What is, what is that about? <laughs> the Black Air Force. Why, why is that? Is the most common shoe worn by your typical hood looking at. Yeah, but why is it being? Why is it being sold out? Is it a joke or something? People, I, I, I think it's dead ass sold out. I, I also think you know people got stimulus checks. These hood boogers. But why the all black low top? It doesn't it's make a sense. Staple, it's a staple of hood boogers nationwide. Yo, it has to be. It has to be something <laughs> else. 
I, I'm I, convinced. I connect that Nike. I would love to get a representative from Nike to explain the influx on the sales of those black Air Force ones. Yeah, we got to bring uh, back. You got to bring back my man Chad Little. Chad, Chad, I gotta, Chad I, might have a connect. I got to find out why in God's name is the black Air Force One. Yo. If anybody could hit up Elijah after or please. whatever, please. I need to know what. Because I've been. And, because I've been looking that up. It's very troubling. That's all I'm going to say. There's no reason that shoe It doesn't make sold sense. Out. Sold out and with no plan of it being restocked. <laughs> what? Like, I don't like that. What I don't like that. Hell? I don't even like that news. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Stay your ass That's out of so the random. Stay out of the Bronx. Oh, man. Of, the Bronx. You know, parts of Brooklyn. Stay out of Kanashi. Stay out of them little backyard parties. I'm joining. Blah, 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 blah. It's, it's that type of yo. I'm telling you, bro. Yo, that's a. It's not worth it. it ain't yo, worth that, it. that shoe is a straight Robin shoe. Straight stick up kid. I think. Don't the very most. You, you should only have it if it was your gym sneaker as a young kid for gym class. Maybe your mom's copped you the black Air Yo, one. them shits. Yo, the the black the black uptowns used to fucking crease like crazy oh by the toe God. box. Oh my God. That's why I never oh. bought them. That's what I understand. It's an all-purpose shoe. And yeah. It's, like, oh, it's a leather shoe. People will stomp people out. People rob banks in it. People running in them. They lifting in them. They, yo, and that's their work shoe. They, they they deliver mail in it. Like, it's a terrible shoe for functionality when you think about it. But yo, the that, that doesn't it. make any sense. Like, I, I I was seeing that. I was trying to figure out why is it being sold out. Like, that yeah. doesn't, it, it didn't make any sense to me. But this is this generation. It's nuts, it's nuts. But uh besides with the ganja probably, you know, getting legalized well, getting legalized, which whatever that is, they now also legalize mobile sports betting, which for me oh, as a man. personal person is really huge. <laughs> I've been fighting for, for years on the front line and what I realized is a lot of interest in it, but a lot of people don't know about it. And the fact that it wasn't legal in New York, like I used to send people to Jersey. I, I, I probably birthed through my own. I've birthed at least ten gamblers. Damn, for real. Listening to this podcast right now, and y'all know who y'all are. And what I learned from this gambling thing is, it's it's an efficient way to make money. Now it is. I know the New York City model may is going to be different. So I want people to be aware of that. It's mm-hmm. not going to be like Jersey where you go to Jersey and you could go on FanDuel, you could go on DraftKings, you could go to Bet Points or go to MGM. Like, yeah. there's going to be, Different apparently, according to Andrew Cuomo, it's going to be ran by the New York Gaming Commission. So that's going to be the people that run the lottery, the people that run the casinos. They're going to have it. And apparently, to my knowledge, there's going to be only one sports book in New York. So wow. pros and cons. I thought it was two. I think there's only going to be one. I, I, I was reading something that it may be Fandle I mean, and DraftKings. Hopefully. I mean, that's the best case scenario. But the the problem with that, and it's not a major issue, but in a state like New York, for people that understand gambling, and I'm going to hold a whole seminar for y'all on gambling. I'm going to start a whole separate <laughs> gambling Instagram page, but that's another topic for another day. For oh, you going to be a capper? Understand gamb- a, a capper? And I ain't going to be a capper. Yeah, I'm gonna be a capper. I guess you going to be a capper. Yeah, I guess I'll be a handicapper. I guess, I guess you call me that. I, my, my goal is to get a, a deal from FanDuel where they got me in the casinos on Sundays giving gambling advice. That's my dream. But neither here nor there. Yeah, I mean that 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 is important, especially especially because people, what what Fanduel does and what a lot of these these sports books do is that they'll market it in a way to lure 
you know, any, any, not even betters, just anybody to bet. Like they'll, they'll be like, oh, if you put, if you put one dollar, you can get 150. Word? They want to get your PPU. No, it's not, it's not that easy. Well, the business model is they want to get you a little bit of money first and be like, oh, wow, that's easy. I just made a hundred dollars. But then then it gets you in. Yeah. And then people got to understand is with the less sports books you have, the more people that are going to bet on it. And a sports betting scene is kind of like, it's kind of like stocks. Like, you know, when a stock is highly valued and whatever, like everybody's buying it, sometimes you'll see that the shit will shoot up. Well, in gambling, it's the opposite. When you have a lot of money on one side, what ends up happening is, and for those of you that don't understand, I'm going to keep it in layman's terms, the odds, the odds go against you. Yeah. So instead of paying maybe like $100 for your bet, they're going to pay $83 because at the end of the day, what their logic is is to make money. Their logic is in a, in a perfect world, they want the betting on both sides to be even because at the end of the day, sportsbooks don't play one-to-one odds. What you bet isn't necessarily what you're going to get back. Sometimes, at least in the most even senses, you're not going to get paid even odds. So they make their money in the little vig, that little profit that they take out for not paying even odds. Yeah. But in the state of New York, Let's say everybody wants to bet the Yankees. All of a sudden, it's going to be an expensive option to really bet on the Yankees mm. consistently. So those are just things to kind of keep in mind. Like I said, we'll see how it's implemented. But super excited that it's going to be legalized. Yeah. And, and not even legalized, legal, but regulated in New York. And we'll be able to actually do it from our phones. So I'm I, excited. Like, I remember, like, <clears throat> like, this is, like, the first year. You know, not, not that I have a lot of time, I... I do a lot of like you know gambling and stuff, but I don't, I don't do it. I don't do it every day. I do it. I feel like I pitch you on the gambling. Did I pitch you on? So <laughs> let me tell you something. So back in 2015, uh, so on FanDuel and on on BetMGM, you could go, you could go on, or you could go on the app, you go on settings, and you could see when you became a member. I became a <laughs> member in 2015. Uh, so yeah. what I so what I used to do back in the day. Well, not too long ago, because I live right by the Bayonne Bridge. Yeah. So if I wanted to, like, during during that time, I used to always, I would walk, I would walk across the Bayonne Bridge, and when I got to, to, so there's a sign that says New Jersey and New York. Across the border. So when I got a little bit over New York, I would stand on the bridge, chill, and then I would, then I would do a bet, and then I will walk, I would walk <laughs> back, back over America. the bridge. Back, back to uh, back New to York. New York. Now, does that sound like a degenerate gambler? Oh, yes, it does. But uh, the thing about it, I only did it once or twice. Mm-hmm. But now, now that I have a lot of time, I've been, you know, I've been doing that, and I've been trying to study the art of gambling, and you know, talking to you and talking to other people has allowed me to, um, you know, to really, it's know, fun. Figure, fig, you know, figure it out. Like, I mm-hmm. think I've, I think I've made. A little over four grand, but and, and, and it wasn't easy. No, it's not easy. <laughs> but if you actually put thought into it, it's not as mindless. It's not as easy. Kind of think it is. You know what I'm saying? Like when you craft in these parlays, you craft in these bets. There's thought that go into it's it. A you lot of real world data sometimes to make these decisions, and that's why I say like I personally find gambling more like you know informed than putting money in the stock market. Because there's times where they're like, oh, this company had its best gains. 
stock went down 25%. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think most of us actually knows how the stock market really works. Whereas right? gambling, we kind of get to see yeah. what it is and see it play out on the field and <laughs> yeah, know what exactly. happened and know why we didn't win money mm-hmm. or why we did win money. So I, I think a lot of people are going to get into it. It's going to make the, the, the state a lot of money, obviously. And, you know, it'll fund our schools and, you know. Kids is important, so <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Hopefully, it funds, you know, it it funds our roads, it funds the schools, it it funds things that's more important. I'm not, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that it should be allocated. I'm, I'm even me pointing it out, you know, it's gonna create whatever. But I think being all those funds being allocated to the police department, which you know, any department needs it, but. Like a couple of days ago, I don't know if you saw it, but I saw a video of they were arresting some some guy in the Bronx or whatever. Oh my god! And you, you saw about. you saw the the uh, the the Boston the Dynamics uh, robot. I'm like, yo, where? Like that shit is not that's cheap. That's yeah, so yeah. unnecessary. And if I'm gonna say the dog could be a really good idea maybe one day when one day down the road yeah right one now, day down the road we're saying we strapped for chicken and we saying oh we in our biggest budget deficit now and you got them shits prancing around it's it's a kick in the like head. literally prancing like imagine imagine sh- seeing that shit in 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 fucking gun hill road like yeah, that would that hard would hard be hard. like yo i live it looks in like gun a freaking Ro- transformer <laughs> yeah i live in gun hill road you know the you know the the prov the prov- there's a huge poverty issue in in yeah. parts of the Bronx, mm-hmm. and I'm struggling to eat. I'm struggling to make to make a life for myself. Food on the table. Yeah. And then I walk across the street and I see one of them shits prancing. <laughs> yo, yeah, you know I'm saying, ma- yo, this is your eighty dollars with food stamps. That's crazy. We gotta. We <laughs> that doesn't gotta, make we, any we, sense. We can't give you two fifty because we had to get the little robo dog to to stun on y'all niggas. And that and, and that's really what it comes down to, man. It's like. We got to be a lot better. They Come be on, better. man. So I'm hoping... I, I, I do think Cuomo clearly outlined that it is going to go towards education and something else. I really hope so. So hopefully they stick to that. But yeah, like we don't need to be adding more money to like policing or to like other non-essential... Not to say That's that not... policing is essential, but non-necessary you know necessary spending. You know what I'm saying? Pit towards you know transit. There's a million things in this city that people need to need to focus on. And, million uh, it's nuts uh, like nobody wants to nuts. see them shits prancing around yo de blasio get them shits and throw it in the hudson that's and why that's why what? that's why i screwed, screwed recommend de blasio at this point i give up on him and this can transition us to our next topic and i need a lot of us my listeners i need y'all to really focus on especially our new yorkers the new york city listeners is the the upcoming you know uh mayoral primaries mm. coming up sooner than we think um you know, there's a lot of candidates, a lot of candidates. And it's funny because I was actually up two in the morning going, my, my girl's really big into this shit. So she'll go back and forth with me about it. And one of the things was kind of like, oh, who are you voting for? And originally, I told y'all, we are, we're, we're, we we endorse Eric Adams on this, on this podcast. But, you know, with the new addition of this uh, ranked choice voting, I was kind of like, all right, you know, you get to list up the five people now. Just because you can list up the five people, you don't need to. But I was like, all right, I got to have a backup plan because realistically, looking at all the candidates, there's a real possibility the person you vote for isn't going to, you know, secure the, the Democratic nomination for the mayoral city. And obviously, in a city like New York, the Democrat is 99% chance is going to win in this type of city. But um, 
you know, I had said, oh, like, there was a lady, I, I think she had worked under the Blasio, Maya, I forgot her last name, but kind of just looking at what she plans to, like, push forward, and my girl was like, oh, they're, like, two opposite type of things, and I'm like, yeah, there may be opposite in certain things, but, like, I, I want people to understand, there may be more than one way to do something, but the most important thing for you to do, and what, what I like that I help my guy is just know what they're, what they're implementing, you know what I'm saying, be aware of what their policy is, obviously, a lot of them haven't announced everything that they're doing, but follow them on, follow them on, uh, follow them on Twitter, follow your candidates, you know, watch certain, certain news uh, sites have, like, done series with them like i know hc7 on sundays every sunday the the chief guy bill ritter he'll do like a a weekly with one of them where you know he asks them questions you know they have debates coming up soon with the primary candidates so check that out new york won this week every day this week they've been doing a interview with like a different candidate every day so like watch it See how they interact. See how they are. Even when they ask them the stupid question, like, what's your favorite food or what's your favorite thing in New York? See how they answer it because you want to know, do they understand what this city exactly. is? Where they from? Exactly. What do they align, what do they what allegiance they with, go yep. towards? Because what, what you'll learn about this is there's a lot of outsiders in this race. There's also a lot of people that may not necessarily know the city's ins and outs as you mm-hmm. might have thought so. Check it out. Don't just vote for who I told you could just because I told you. Or don't vote because somebody's saying, oh, he's saying they're going to, uh, you know, put a million dollars into the police. Like, you know, everybody's a little biased. Just see for yourself. And I think in that case, you'll be able to make the best decision. But I think this is a very, probably the it's most important. important. It's the most important. I think in terms of, you know, this is like the presidency for New York City in terms of our recovery after this, after this pandemic. So whoever the next mayor is is going to be really important in making these decisions in terms of where the funding goes to and how things proceed after the pandemic. So definitely, you know, look into it. Yeah. And especially like, you know, I was, I was pretty, I I used to back um, Mr. Yang um, when he was running for president, but as a native New Yorker, you know, I can, I can, I can gauge because it's important what you said is it's important to gauge and it's important to understand and and read and mm-hmm. and see who you know who these candidates are that is best equipped for the city that knows the inner workings of New York City. So mm-hmm. it's, it's essentially what you just said. So like a candidate like an uh, example like Andrew Yang, he's he's like, "Oh, you know, he put it on Twitter that he was at a local bodega." Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's evident, yeah. That's that's appropriation because it, it's evident. Because if you if you look at that video that I'm talking about, he was not at a bodega. He was at a regular store in Upper East Side of Manhattan talking about bodega. You know what I'm saying? So it's so it's important. So it's important that you understand who your candidate is and and why you like that candidate. If you and don't like and, yeah. and what they're fighting for and don't get influenced by other voters. Yeah. Do 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 what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody biased. Like my girl was like, Oh, why don't you vote for this person? Because I'm not interested in this person. Yeah. And she's biased and she don't know it. But me like I I look at it like, what are you gonna do for me and what makes the most sense? How are you gonna exactly. be not what? like the previous regime where, you know, and I'm not gonna say everything the Blasio did was terrible. He might have done a couple good things. Now what are they? I'm not gonna bring them up on this podcast right now. But how can you improve upon what the other administration did and you know, find ways to 
come up where their shortcomings were. So I think that's like the most important thing. Cause like I said, there's so many candidates, but you need to kind of just know what they're doing. Cause like, I think so many people are like, especially, you know, a lot of my, a lot of the transplants that's not from it. They just know Andrew Yang. Cause he's a name. He's almost like a celebrity. And it's kind of like, exactly. that never works out and never works out. Like find out who he's benefiting. Cause a lot of the smaller guys, he may not necessarily be benefiting. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, Really get somebody that's known and be able to solve your day-to-day problems. That's going to be able to remove snow so your ass can get out the house in an efficient <laughs> manner. Who's going to be able to have efficient sanitation services so when there's garbage, you know, things are cleaned up. Who's going to be able to work on improving the schools and not just saying everything should be, like, a charter school or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you got to you gotta really, like, look them up and down. Look at what they're doing. It's not just, a, oh, he's going to say we're going to have, you know, this basic income plan, whatever, whatever, you know, like look into the, all the real stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause like I said, some things may sound well on the presidential national level. Cause it may not necessarily directly affect everybody, but on the city level, like this is going to be what you have to endure for the next four to eight years. So. Correct. Well said. We'll put. Yeah. But do your research, do your research. That's all I could tell you. But on another note, you got to go back to my guy, Deshaun Watson, mm. because I have to Sad. readjust this at the last episode. I know last episode I said I stand by both sides. Obviously, wait to find Rebuke. my and I, and, I, and I didn't give him my endorsement. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I didn't give Deshaun my, my endorsement, but I did give him due process. But what I'm going to say is this. Can't do process. He's still, he's still innocent until proven guilty, but mm. I'm going I'm to say this. He's in a bad position right Bad. Now. Really bad. So... What I heard, what what his lawyer came out in a statement basically said was him admitting to actually having sexual relationship with these with these massage therapists. Some of them, I don't know all of them, Damn. but the That's fact that you're doing that at, at that level doesn't make no damn sense. That means something happened. Now, whether or not there was consent, only you, her, and the Lord knows. Like that ass. But my thing is, why put yourself in that situation, bro? Damn, you a multi-million dollar quarterback with literally everything to lose. Why are you doing this? Why? Why are you doing he, this? He hurt the whole Black Caucus. Oh, terrible. he hurt us because we took another L, and he's another to be our L. Boy, he's supposed to be our poster boy of you know, you do the right thing. Take care of your mom and get your family out the hood. And he does a lot of great things for community. He does. Gonna he this does. It's going to define everything he does. But this a black eye mm-hmm. on your on your on your resume in terms of how you are as a man. Because there's no reason for this, man. Right? Now, none. What's going to happen? In my honest opinion, this is never going to. This is going to be a settlement at this at some point in the next couple next couple of weeks or months. This is going to get settled, and this is going to be a financial L for him. But huge in the court of public opinion. Like you've lost, and I don't think there's any way you could win that. And it's it's, yeah. it's depressing. He's gonna have to do a lot to come back from this. But it's just like, come on, man. Yeah, he 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 definitely. <sighs> Sean, you wild out, man. You wildin', son. You wild. He has out. a bad joint on you his side. Out. So you either cheated on her or you was a thirst bucket. But it's like, if I'm a million dollar. If I'm a million dollar man, first of all, even if I want to be single, I ain't messing with nobody that don't have at least a million dollars in anything. That's just what it is. <laughs> and, 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 and we we get in, we get in, we get in, we get in contractual agreements before anything. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta you gotta take care of yourself, bro. Yeah, so, I, I, disappointing. I, I really don't have anything to anything to say to him because say about him because like you know I I. I I'll be I'll be honest. I'll take the L. I was I was defending him. 
you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's, it's pretty disappointing when you know what I'm saying when you have everything. <laughs> you literally have everything. You have a beautiful. I think was it fiance or girlfriend? I don't know if that's fiance or girlfriend, but she's bad. Like on a scale yeah, of she's, one to ten, she's yeah, a ten. I she's can't up find there. anything wrong. A supermodel girlfriend. So, like, you know, what was, what was the reasoning for that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not like I know, I know us as men. That's the thing. With us as men, like, we're constantly, you know, you're thinking about girls. You're thinking about, you know, mm-hmm. who you're gonna take down. But sometimes, like, you just got to tell yourself, like, yo. You got to dub it, and that's just not <laughs> time or place. Like, that, yo, that's go, not what you're talking. Go, go out to the clubs. Go to the bars. It's a little Go to a strip a club. Different. You want to go to a strip club, go on, go on your, 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 you know, your, your house. You know, go on your your, your phone, put on Pornhub.com. <laughs> do whatever. Do what, what you got to do. Back pages, whatever you got to do. But let me tell you something. If you, were, if, you were, if you were on Pornhub.com, yo, you would have saved millions <laughs> oh millions. my god! And they gonna get millions. And it's gonna hurt. It's a learning lesson. Like, it, you, come on, man. Just be better. Damn. Just be better. Protect that, that, the bag. I when when the lawyer said that, I was like, damn, he's done. Oh, when I said, <laughs> I said, yo, you're paying this lawyer. Yeah, he's one. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm like, if he's saying this, I'm like, this this, this must yeah, mean you yeah, don't have yeah, a defense. Yeah, <laughs> you he, guilty. He's one, man. Guilty as fuck, but we'll see. You're innocent until proven guilty, but boy, <sighs> I was hate to be Deshaun right now. Mm-hmm. Would hate to be another Deshaun Watson right now. For real. Uh, wanted to keep this a light-hearted podcast. Obviously, you know, we got a lot going on in America in terms of the civil unrest. We have another. We had a week where, and, 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 and we're going to keep this short because I don't want to go too into it because this could go another 30 minutes. But we had a weekend where it started with an old video of the cop, of the of the trooper getting pulled over by the two cops and them tasing him to get out the car. Which is crazy. They didn't see his registration, which is retarded. And I, I want y'all to pay attention how how the, how they handled the situation. Because they they simply just said, oh, it was just one bad cop. But that other cop, he handled himself really well. Even though he wasn't discussed. You know what Ooh, I mean? The younger, uh, the young cop. Yeah. And like, even though he wasn't man enough to say, "Yo, you're wild and like relax," you he know what just I'm saying? said it. You could tell his body. But, I was telling my friend, I was like, "You could tell in his body language, he knew it was wrong." But he yeah, and what nothing. they need to understand is what he should have used. What the what they should have, what the police department need to do in that situation is use that as an instance to say, "Yo, as a fellow officer, you need to hold your other officers accountable, so these things don't happen because it makes us all look bad and it endangers all of us and it ruins our name." And it ruins, you know what I mean? It disrespects the shield. But instead, it's like, well, it's just one bad cop. And I find it ironic because it's one bad Spanish cop. <laughs> but it's a good white cop because he didn't wall out. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's what I'm like, I know at the end of the day, all y'all back up people realize that they down for you, but just they throw your ass out the way real quick if you don't fit their narrative. And that was a beautiful situation of it. But then we have the other situation where Shorty done body the young boy. He tried oh to get away, God. which I, I I feel bad, and, and I, I don't know, you know, he's he's scared, but I, I I'm I'm gonna say this, y'all gotta start understanding, yo, <laughs> when they got you pulled over, yo, just, they they look take... and shoot you, no sudden movement, mm-hmm. take the L, yo, take fight, the L. fight them, fight them in court, cause yo, I I, I couldn't crazy. I couldn't I mean, as a, you know, to even go backwards like. What he did was wrong, you know. Let's let's. Yeah, he fucked up. He fucked up. No, no we're, by we're, escaping, I think we all can agree. 
Yeah, we, we, you know, we can agree that, yes, by escaping and doing what he did was wrong. Now, there's other avenues of apprehending. Oh, but she totally fucked up. No, no, on a scale of one to fuck up, one to ten, he fucked up one to three. Like, oh, yeah. mistake. And we when we've had and that one mistake cost him his life because that's when mm-hmm. that's when these people think they, they have the they're the, the judge, jury and the executioner. Executioner, yep. That's this is what it is. And and the the crazy thing about it is that you know I, I, I think I said this in the earlier podcast but everything was going on with, with George Floyd. Mm-hmm. You know, cops especially police officers, they have you know, modes of apprehending an assailant mm-hmm. or a fugitive or whatever the case is. You know, you have a gun, you have a taser, you have mace, you have a baton, you have... Um, you have a whole toolkit. <laughs> a whole... You, you, looking like Batman. Like, you have yeah, a whole... You, you have a whole <laughs> joint. So, the gun, in my opinion, should always be... If I'm a cop, that's always the last resort. But what do these guys is... do? They feel they feel like, like what I said earlier, they feel like they're the person that decides that person's fate. Mm-hmm. And she took that gun out, and she had the gun out for at least over five seconds. Oh, I counted. Cool. I said one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, five, one thousand. She had it. She had it in her possession, in her hand. She knows the weight as a twenty, as a cop, being a cop for twenty. 26 years, you know the weight difference. You know how heavy one object is to another. Taser was like, I think a taser is like five or or maybe less ounces. The the gun is obviously heavier. It's heavy. It's metal. And and, and I think the taser that she had was was highlighted in, in like a yellow or a green. And the, the reasoning is, is so you could tell the difference. She knew that wasn't an accident. She knew. And my thing is, my thing is, fuck it. Even if I give her the benefit of doubt, and you have an accident, there's certain things in life. Guess what? You had an accident. Too fucking bad. Yeah. If you, you still even go to if jail. it was you know an accident. If a, if a, if a, if a doctor says, "Oh my bad, I thought that was his his, his, his like you know what I mean? If you're doing surgery on me on my arm, and then you cut open my heart, and you say, "Oh my bad, I thought that was his arm." No, you going to jail for malpractice. Like that's just what it is. It's certain things that, at the end of the day, whether you panicked or not, that's part of your job. You you know what would happen if a construction guy goes, "Oh my bad, I thought the foundation was set in place. It wasn't, and your house falls apart and you crash and die." People are going who's, to jail. People getting are getting sued. sued. Yeah. yeah, like at the end of the day, whether it's a mistake or or on purpose, it don't matter. Now my logic is this: if you do any simple traffic pullovers or whatever, leave the gun in a car. There's no reason to ever have to take out your gun for a traffic stop unless you're hoping that it's something else. Because when you bring the gun, you're hoping it's something else. Like, there's no reason that shit's even coming out for a traffic stop unless you realize that the, he had a, a weapon or something on him. Like, my logic is, yo, like, These guys take are care wild, of yourselves. Man. Yeah, and, and, and my thing is, what kills me, <laughs> and, and it's not funny, but like, yo, it should have been a memo sent to the whole, all of the police in the state of Minnesota. Like, yo, listen, my niggas, listen, listen to me. Oh, if you pull over a black man, you have a black suspect. Do not shoot him during these next couple of weeks. <laughs> Do not shoot these niggas at all costs. If you got to let him get away, let him get away. We, we live to fight another day. 
But right now, <laughs> right now, to the avoid. last thing I need yeah. you to do is inflict harm or injury to anybody of color. Because if you do this and it is caught on video, all hell will break. Done off. And, and now I will tell you this right now. If this George Floyd trade trial somehow does not go how it's supposed to go, it's mm. over. America's on fire. America's on fire. Like, it's over. It's literally... It's literally... What, what do you, what it's do you literally think, in the, it's in the best judgment... Be... What do you think it would be a good, a good amount of time that would suffice for 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 Chauvin? I mean, bro, it gotta be. At I least said 30 fifteen. Thirty. Thirty. You said fifteen. I said thirty because, yo, like that that shit is egregious. Like I seen people get ten years for like something less, but it's like the reason. Yo, I the think the reason why I said fifteen is because, you know. Of him being a cop and how, and how America has, you know, put cops on a, on a, this high. What do they pedestal. say? Twenty five to life. I would say, yeah, I would honestly say twenty five because it was opportunities for him. I I, I think it's so because it was because it was so. I, I think there was, was so many opportunities minutes. and yeah. people were telling you that, like, yo, don't do this, don't do this. It was it was this. it was long though. It was, he was on. Yeah, I, I think it's too. I think it's too negligent. I think it's too. Like you know what I mean? Like you fucked up everything. Like even they're saying, yo, this isn't part of your training. You're instructed to do this. It's like being a doctor. You know what I mean? And you killed five people because you did exactly the opposite of what they told you to do at med school. So it's like. I don't see a case. I, I I think, yo, it's in the best interest of the United States of America if you could give him the harshest sentence possible. Because mm. at the end of the day, if you do not, if you, if you know what I'm saying, if he gets off somehow, it's over. Like, we're not going to be, you think we're inside for the pandemic? Nah, it's over. We're not going back <laughs> outside until, until maybe July. Because, yo, it's, it's going to be a never ending. It's going to be like, yo, this is it. Like, if this doesn't happen, I don't know what else is there is to do. Like, I'm going yeah. to give y'all a newsflash. The the lady that shot Homeboy, if y'all think she getting 10 years, <laughs> if you think she getting 10 years or more, no, nah, absolutely not. Because they're going to mm-hmm. use to say, oh, she had to make a life-changing, she had to make a, a split decision. Now, did she make the wrong decision? Hell yeah. But they're going, that's their defense. And, and, and in court in this country, that shit... We've seen it before. Shit, we seen the white lady walk into homie, walk into the wrong crib <laughs> and shoot the nigga. Let me stop saying Amber. Shoot homeboy, and 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 that and that was that. So you know the precedent's been set, but that's all I'm gonna say is pay attention to that. You know, pay attention. Just keep. Yeah, cops better be in your best <sighs> behavior, yo. Cause y'all, y'all trailing right now. Y'all, y'all, y'all. It's a, it's a bad lookout here for some of y'all. So hold y'all, hold y'all, colleagues. For all the cop listeners, hold your colleagues accountable so you don't have to pit out their fires. You think That's you think Justin still you think Justin's listening? Nah, Mr. Valentine, he don't he don't, yeah. he don't, he don't bangs with me. I have a couple other cop friends that may listen that I'm cool with. They 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 they're the good cops. They the they 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 the black Spanish, <laughs> the white, the cool cops, the the real people that can relate and they they just trying to make the bad. They ain't trying to shoot nobody. In, in reality, they, they, and their logic, they ain't, they ain't get their full pay yet. They getting that entry level pay. So their logic is, I ain't getting paid enough to shoot nobody right now. <laughs> you know, shout out, shout out, so to, shout the, out to, the, to the, you know, shout out to you guys who, you know, the cops who listen and, you know, listen and know every what's day up. And, and understand what's our community and understand, you know, what's going on in, our, in you know, in our world right now. 100%. So shout and, out to you guys. And in reality... 
this is gonna be my last thing. In reality, they're gonna be the the solution. I think until you learn to diversify the police force, really like that, and that's really when diversity and inclusion is gonna really be a big thing. The more you diversify, the less likely things are like this are gonna tend to happen. Because when you have more diversity in the force, there's gonna be people that see the person they're interacting with as one of their own instead of as a threat. So I think when that happens, we're gonna have less of these. And I, if I'm a police department you know, locally, nationally, that would be the option I take to prevent these crimes from happening as often. Mm. But I ain't made it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh that's it. I don't really got much else to say. Only last thing I can say is uh congrats to Lamarcus Aldridge on a great NBA career. He congrats LA recently retired after having uh regular heartbeats. Um, you know, you've been a Brooklyn net for all of about like two, three weeks, you know. Something cool. that he's been battling since his rookie year. Yeah, and he's, he's, his contribution to the game has been syndrome. really good. He's been a solid player his whole career. You know, it's just one of those, like, you play all day, you poop all year, everybody don't get a ring, though. But I'm hoping if we could pull off this championship, you know, we could get you the ring since you was on the team. You could come to the parade. You know, all them good things. Have you go out as a champion. So wishing him the best. Congrats, L.A. Congrats. And, and congrats, uh, Jabari. I don't know if Jabari, Jabari listens, but I just saw on the, on oh, the timeline. Jabari. Jabari, Jabari Johnson. Shout Jabari, out Jabari Johnson. Johnson. Shout out Jabari. He he got into PT school. and. Uh, oh, yeah. I know he's been grinding towards that for a long Miami, time. Miami. Yeah, I, I know. Exactly. I, I used to see him all the time at the Y. And yeah, yeah, same here, same here. Yeah, he's always said that he was. He been consistent, and, and shout outs to him, and and that, that's a testament to yo. If it's if you want it, you could get it. You could get it. To him. I love, so. I love seeing, I love seeing my homies prosper. So yeah, best so, of luck to you. Shout so outs to you, bro. Shibari. And uh, you know, well, we we spoke about him a little bit earlier, but rest in peace to uh, Dark Man X, man. Oh yeah, definitely rest in peace to DMX. Yeah, they uh, uh, it's not it's not a story that involves me, but um, there was a couple of times I could have watched, I could have seen see him perform. See him there, was, live. there was one time in 2019, my boy, he was like, "Yo, uh, DMX is performing on the island." I'm like, "He's performing on Staten Island." I was like, "He's in jail." He's like, "Nah, he's coming out. He's coming out today." So I ended I didn't end up go going, which I should have. But my friend went, and he came on a, he performed at like two or three in the morning, in yeah. South Shore of Staten Island. He'd never been wow. to Staten Island. Um, he and he said he said it was a fun time. But the one the one DMX story I have is uh, one of my friends. He was at the, uh, he was in, uh, it was either Yonkers or in White Plains, and I think mm-hmm. it was in White Plains. Um, he was at the, uh, he was at an Applebee's. So he walks in with his girl, and then as he's walking by in the, in the bar, it was DMX was sitting down. He was sitting by himself, but he decided not to bother him. Mm-hmm. So he sat down, and while he was, you know, while he was sitting down, like mad people, every time they saw him, was like, "Yo, DMX, can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? Can I get an autograph?" And DMX signed ev- and t- took everybody's picture, but you could tell. Over time, he was getting a little bit tired of it. He was like, "I, I, I don't want to do it." So then this uh, this one guy came up to came up to X and was like, "Yo, can I get a picture?" And then you know, my boy, he was coming out of the bathroom, and then 
he told the dude, he was like, yo, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm his security guard. You know, just give him a little bit of time. He's enjoying his meal or whatever. And then the guy was like, all right, you know, my fault. And then DMX <laughs> gave my boy a hug. And he was like, yo, thank you for doing that. And th- that's, that's the type funny. of, and that's the type of person that he is. That even though he was going through all these, you know, these trials and tribulations and trying to, you know, yeah. get himself that's out no of this situation. No indictment on his character. No indictment on his there character. There was no issues all. on his character. And that's, and that's a solid, you know, a solid thing. He was a, you know, for me growing up in that generation, like, you know, I used to listen to a lot of his, you know, his, a lot of his music. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know if people know this, but um, the song I'm Slipping on Fallen, if, if you if you grew up in New York in the 90s, you know what I'm talking about. Like, that, especially on Fox 5, it was always the same commercial. With the old lady, I slipped and I fell and I can't get up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took that. He took that song. He took that that song from that commercial. That's where it came from. You know, that's that's, that's the type of you know mind that DMX has. So, you know, rest in peace to that man. Nah, rest in peace. He's a goat. I'm glad. Uh, you know, everybody. I'm glad it was one of those situations. People were still there, but it gave him his flowers while he was still here. So it didn't. You know. Which is good. Which really happened. So, yeah. shout outs to him, man. And and that's it, man. It's been a real pod. I appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, gonna have some new stuff out soon. And somebody can find me a representative from Nike. Like we said, that could. I really want to know that the black ups is sold out. Like seriously, give me an answer. Will there be more black ups? Are, are black ups suspended? Like I I I have questions that need answers, and that's that. So. I appreciate yeah. anybody that could do that. I'll, I'll reward you handsomely if you could do that, please. But uh, <laughs> Akil, appreciate you coming back yeah, on. No I'm doubt. glad you got your taste back. But uh, glad that you're feeling better. Hope that you know this COVID shit is behind you. Hopefully, with these vaccines, we'll get things back to normal and we can have some type of normalcy. But until next time, guys, peace out. Peace. <laughs>